Welcome to AEM Early Access, a podcast of the Society for Academic Emergency Medicine and the Academic Emergency Medicine Journal. I'm Dr. Gita Pensa, and here's what we've got for you today. Appropriate triage of patients in the ED is sometimes challenging, and today we're discussing a new article in AEM entitled, Physician Gestalt for Emergency Department Triage, a Prospective Videotaped Study. This paper from an academic ED in Taiwan compared Physician Gestalt versus the Taiwan Triage and Acuity Scale, which is standard computerized triaging software used in Taiwan. Corresponding author Dr. Chu Lin Tsai discussed it with me all the way from Taiwan. Dr. Tsai is an attending emergency physician and associate professor of emergency medicine at the National Taiwan University Hospital. Dr. Tsai, so good to have you with us today. Thank you for having me. This paper focuses on physician gestalt for emergency department triage, comparing it to this computerized triage system used in Taiwan, the Taiwan Triage and Acuity Scale, or TTAS, which was adapted from the Canadian Triage and Acuity Scale. So for those who are unfamiliar with this scale, can you tell us about it? Sure. The Taiwan Triage and Acuity Scale, the TTAS, has been around in Taiwan for more than 10 years. It's a, a computerized triage tool, a five-level triage system from level one to level five, just like the one used in the U.S., the ETS. Level one being the most severe, the sickest population who needs immediate attention. Uh, by the way, the computerized system is pretty popular for triage in Asian countries, like in Japan, in South Korea. And the TTS is designed to help nurse to triage patients in a fast and uh, reliable way. It uses uh, chip compress. It's more than uh, 150 structured chip compress. And once you select the chip compress, and then the computer will pop up uh, the first order modifier, like vital signs, how severe the pain is, and trauma mechanism. And then you select the second order modifier. In the end, it will give you the computerized triage level. Okay, really interesting. So what do you see as the pros and cons of using this TTAS system? Well, uh, the pros of a computerized tool is that uh, it's pretty standardized, meaning that uh, the reliability is quite high across different nurses. And the, the TTS was adapted from the Canadian uh, triage uh, system, and it has been validated uh, against uh, the surrogate outcome for triage, like hospitalization, length of ED stay, and uh, resource utilization. Uh, but the, there are uh, downside of TTA system. It's a fairly complex computerized system, uh, a large decision tree, and in the end, it produces a large chunk of uh, patient population triage at level 3. And I believe the, the one used in the U.S., the ESI, has the same problem. Yes, it certainly does. 
So what evidence is there to support physician gestalt in medical decision-making? And why did you want to study physician gestalt in the triage process? Physician gestalt is uh, always one of my uh, interests in research because it's uh, kind of mysterious, you know, it involves clinical intuition, knowledge, and uh, physician experience. Uh, when I look at a patient in the emergency department, I look at their uh, triage notes, and I said, um, said to myself, well, this patient cannot be level three because I think it's level four or five. This is based on my clinical intuition. So that's the motivation that, uh, for this study because we, we know something wrong with the computerized system. And how can we fix that? And in terms of physician, physician gets taught in uh, emergency medicine, the results are quite mixed. It's successful uh, in predicting pulmonary embolism, appendicitis, but it's not a, a good tool for uh, predicting acute coronary syndrome or uh, shock in the mortality in the emergency department. Great. So what specific questions were you hoping to answer with this study? The goal of this study was to compare the accuracy of physician gets taught against the computerized uh, tool, the TTS, in the triage process. We test the ability uh, for both methods to predict hospitalization, ED length of stay, and ED charges. These are the surrogate outcome for triage. Great. So tell us a little bit about your study design and your methods. We did a prospective observational study in our emergency department. Uh, our ED's volume is quite large. Uh, the annual census is around uh, 100,000 patients per year. And we did this study uh, during the COVID pandemic sometime between uh, May 2020 and uh, June 2021, a little bit over a year. And we enrolled adult patients who underwent a standard triage process using the uh, computerized software, the TTS. But at the same time, we recorded the entire triage process and we collected the uh, triage data. And we, then we provide uh, these recording to five physician reviewers. And uh, after review, they will provide their perceived uh, triage levels. Uh, based on their physician gestalt. Okay, really interesting. So how did the physician video review and triage severity assignment work? The five physicians I mentioned before, uh, we provided then the triage electronic medical records, but they cannot see the computerized triage levels. They were masked. And they were asked to to provide their gestalt estimate of triage levels after reviewing the videos. And these 
triage levels are based on the recommended time to see a physician. The same as the, the time frame used in the TDS. Zero minutes immediate attention for level one, 10 minutes for level two, 30 minutes for level three, 60 minutes for level four, and 120 minutes for level five. Okay, so you enrolled over 600 patients. Can you tell us about the characteristics of this group? Uh, in total, we enrolled 656 patients. The mean age was 52 years. Uh, half of them were males, but only 3% of them arrived by ambulance because we had to get their informed consent before triage. And oftentimes, people want to see physician as soon as possible. And also because of that, uh, we enrolled relatively few patients in level 1 and 2. And uh, computerized the median triage level was 3. By contrast, the physician-based uh, triage level was, the median was 4, a little bit lower than the computerized level. And the triage duration was about two minutes. All right. So tell us about your results. What did you find? Like I said before, the physician uh, gave a slightly lower triage level than the computerized system. The average difference was one. There was only modest concordance between the two methods. Correlation coefficient 0.3 and the weighted kappa coefficient was 0.18. These are pretty low. And in terms of in predicting hospital admission, the performance were similar between the two methods. In terms of the ability to discriminate patient for admission purposes, the area under the ROC curve was 0.63 for both methods, and the p-value for the comparison was not statistically significant. In terms of ED lens of stay and ED charges, again, they perform similarly in terms of the variation explained. The R-square was 3% for ED lens of stay, 7 to 9% for ED charges. So how did physician experience translate to triage performance? Yes, the, the physician experience did matter in our study in terms of predicting hospital admissions. The score, uh, the triage level given by the attendings can better discriminate patients who need to be hospitalized than the score given by the residents. The area under the ROC curve uh, for attendings was 0.65 versus 0.58 uh, for residents. I see. So are there any limitations that you would like to discuss? Yes, our study has some limitations. First and foremost, we could have enrolled more sicker patients with higher triage levels. But uh, like I said before, uh, once patients are in the emergency department, they want to see physicians as soon as possible. So it's relatively difficult 
to enroll sicker patients before triage. Also, we did a study in the middle of COVID pandemic. We excluded COVID patients as well as those uh, who has communication problems. So our results cannot be generalizable to these patient populations. Finally, uh, our physician reviewer watched videos of triage conducted by nurses, but they did not uh, collect the data themselves. So uh, the results might have been different if they had conducted the data collection themselves. Okay, thank you for that. So what do you think our listeners should take away from this study, and what study would you like to see come next? Well, I think uh, our study proved that in the sense that uh, the human intelligence the physician gets taught is as good as computerized algorithms. But they have different angles. Physicians tend to uh, redistribute a patient into lower triage levels uh, while preserving the ranks of urgency. So uh, next time, if we see a patient labeled by level 3 by computers, uh, we might think to ourselves, well, this might be level 4 or level 5. They are not as urgent as the computer thinks they are. So it avoids the undue time pressure on healthcare professionals. And I think that the logical next step is to incorporate physician gets taught into computerized algorithm. Uh, this is what we are currently doing. We try to teach computer uh, by uh, physician gets taught labels so we can improve the machine learning algorithm. Well, that is just fascinating. So thank you so much for coming to talk to us about this paper. Thank you, uh, Dr. Pensa, for inviting me. It's been a pleasure talking to you and the audience. Uh, lastly, I'd like to thank my co-investigator, research team, and triage nurses here. They all provided invaluable support for this study. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this month's AEM Early Access. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes at AEM Early Access, all one word. Don't forget to read the full text of this article, available open access from the Academic Emergency Medicine Journal for a limited time. Today's music is by Scott Holmes. I'm Gita Pensa, and we'll see you next time.